0: Good afternoon. This is Heather James with another edition of Healthcare from the Heart. I am the Marketing PR Director for Heart of Florida Health Center, and my guest today is Dr. Ram Sharma. He is new to our organization, and he is the doctor with our maternity department. Welcome.
1: Well, thanks for having me.
0: So I'd like to start this with a little bit of history about you and how you got to Ocala. That's always my favorite thing to ask guests is how did you end up in Ocala? And with that, how you got into medicine and you chose your specialty in maternity and just a little bit about yourself.
1: Oh, that's a lot. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well I uh, grew up in Zambia in Africa. That's where I'm from. My family's from. And I moved to the United States when I was 10. After we won a visa lottery, I always knew <laughs> I wanted to be a doctor like that was never a question I never had those like typical Indian parents who were like pushing me to be a doctor you know so I was just very much like I kind of knew it on my own and uh, I just knew it was having it had to be women's health from the start because I think surgery is fascinating primary care is fascinating um, I love the idea of like reproductive justice and health and and I, I don't know I just it yeah. all sort of coalesced in OBGYN and so I knew that from the start yeah. Um, I chose to be a National Health Service Corps recipient from the start so that I could work in an underserved area. Um,
0: Tell me a little bit about that. Why why that? Why did that speak to you?
1: Well, I, you know, everybody goes into medicine being like, I want to help people, you know, so I can never, I'm sure they do great work, but I can never justify being like one of the luxury subspecialists in medicine, you know, like. I'm not going to name names, but dermatology <laughs> or plastic surgery, I'm, I'm sure it's great. But I really wanted to feel like I was helping people and not just helping people, but helping people who needed it the sure. most. Wonderful. You know, so the National Health Service Corps and HRSA, they really focus on underserved, indigent, sure. indigenous populations. And so that's that's kind of where I wanted to be. You know, I just didn't want to. Take care of people who had all the resources at their fingertips. Sure.
0: And I know from um, stor- other stories I've heard and even some friends that when you know you want to be a doctor at seven years old or, you know, that age group, you usually become a doctor. So it's amazing that you you have that story as well. It really speaks to that. So when you ended up in Orlando, um, where did you go from there as far as education?
1: So I was in really a long time, uh, end of middle school, high school, undergrad. I spent nine years at UCF, actually. So five years from my, my three bachelor's So nice, right? Yeah. Go, <laughs> yeah. And Very then nice. I went to med school there because I just, I'm really close to my family. I wasn't ready sure. to leave them. And I was always sort of younger in school, so I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to stray too far from the nest. But, um after Orlando, I went to Detroit at wow. Ascension St. John Hospital for okay. my OB. Great place to learn. Sure. OBGYN training, for sure. A lot of high risk Cold there.
0: from Orlando to, cold, to Detroit. Cold, yeah. <laughs>
1: cold and dark all the time. I mean, it definitely taught me about snow tires. Have you heard of sure. them? They're great. Yes. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, so D- Detroit was, was a rough four years. But I mean, I had the best experience It's the best experience the best training i met some really great people so so i was really fortunate to do that and then i wanted to come back home i wanted to you know be close to my parents so i was in orlando for a year then key west for two years and now now i'm here now you know are you a horse
0: person
1: no i (laughs) no i have no i have no interest in horses i did i rode a horse one time in colombia and i realized like you can't tell from the podcast but i'm very large very tall very very large and horses in colombia are not used to that kind of person, you know, f- big Americans, and so my horse was very angry and really was like biting other horses. <laughs> so, I like, I was like, I want nothing to do with horses,
0: <laughs> nor them, you know, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, what brings you the most joy? I mean, you kind of touched on that as far as um, helping the underserved, but it, yeah. especially with women's care. I mean, that's obviously a whole different. Um, environment and specialty because you're not only dealing with the mom but you're dealing with uh, another living being so what brings you the most joy with that
1: well you know 95% of the time it's a really happy job Mm -hmm. and you really make people you know you you give them sometimes the happiest day of their life you shepherd them through that process and they're usually really scared because they've never done it before and even if they have done it before something can always go wrong And, you know, I think that it's just incredible that you can be part of of an experience and they'll never forget you. You know, I've been in the grocery store or somewhere and and someone will come running up to me with their toddler and they'll Mm -hmm. say... Do you remember me? You yeah. like, do, and I'll be like, nope. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. You know, like I wish I did. You but can't fake it. Yeah. Oh, one time it happened, and I was at a restaurant with my parents, and that was the best. You know, because yeah. this lady this came up to me with her child and was like, "This is my daughter," and Aww. I was like, "Congrats!" You know, and yeah. she's like, "You helped save her life and Aww. my life," and I was like, "I, I'm so happy." You know, and it's mm-hmm. and sometimes it's sad because you see them for the pregnancy and you don't see them again, but sure. a lot of times they're your patient for life, and so I think that just knowing that you know, you're part of something that they'll, they'll never forget. Sure. Is
0: well, and I know you've started a thing in the maternity department where you have pictures of the babies once, yeah. they're, once they're born. And I think that's yeah. that's awesome. Now with the maternity, with you being there and being an a OBGYN, how do you envision growing that, um, that department? What are your thoughts and, and vision for it?
1: Yeah, so obviously now that we've sort of established protocols and cleaned up a lot of things around there. I think we're running really efficiently. We're almost at capacity. So I think, you know, the the goal is always expansion, right? So, sure. um, you know, if we could get additional providers and expand our range of services, you know, like it would be great to have another MD or something so that we can sort of trade off. And I think that in the end, we want to, when it's just one provider, especially one person that's in the hospital, sure. it's impossible to, provide 100% of the care through the outpatient and the inpatient process for the patient. So I think that that expansion, that sort of independence is is where we're headed to because it would be great to take a patient through pregnancy or whatever, and then perform, you know, whatever procedure, surgery, induction, have the baby, whatever, and then the postpartum care and have that all be with heart of Florida doctors rather than having to like rely on other practices for coverage and stuff like that. So I think that, I would like to see heart of Florida be like a fully functioning, independent OBGYN machine. Sure.
0: Sure. And I know in the past, you know, a lot of mommies had to go up to Shands, so they had to go up to Gainesville to be able to deliver because of the services here in Ocala. And I think to have that continuity of care from the beginning to the end and you getting to hold the baby and show it mm-hmm. to show it to their parents, I think that would be wonderful. And I know we're on track for that and to possibly be partnering with Advent. So that would be a wonderful additional service, as you said, for Heart of Florida to be able to yeah. provide. What is one of the main things that you share with moms um, for them and their baby to have a healthy pregnancy to um, for the baby to be healthy from the beginning of their pregnancy, even when they're a first time mommy um, all the way to postpartum what is what is the one thing that helped them through that journey?
1: You know so I find that most moms, especially first- time moms are really worried about every single thing that I'm they sure. do and <laughs> anything that could go wrong in the pregnancy they think back and like was it that thing i ate or that thing right. i did or that movement right. i made you know and so i i kind of tell my patients, this whole patient a day i was like for pregnancy it's if you're not terribly sick throughout the process you honestly just have to be on autopilot for the whole thing you know mm-hmm. your body is doing what it needs to do it's growing that baby so all you have to do is adhere to a healthy lifestyle. Eat good food. Avoid things you're not supposed to eat. A little bit of exercise. Don't try to lose weight. Just you know, just just lean into that healthy lifestyle, sure. and your body will take care of the rest. Take va- that
0: prenatal vitamins. Take that prenatal
1: vitamin. <laughs> you know, so um, get a little bit of sun if you can, and and just you know, there's it's 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 an amazing process that your body will take care of, it's, and so, it is, so, isn't so it? yeah.
0: And really, that prenatal care in the beginning is so important as well.
1: Yeah, really, early entry is important because sometimes, actually, pretty frequently, we identify women with underlying health conditions that they didn't know about sure. um, that you know require early intervention or referral to specialists or something like mm-hmm. that. Or sometimes, you know, they're kind of outside of our scope of care, so sure. we have to send them where they have to go. So obviously, the earlier our problems detected, the more you can prepare for it. You know those sorts of chronic illnesses are increasing particularly in women women in the u.s you know there's a higher proportion of women who are getting diabetes in the pregnancy a higher, and which is kind of all related to high blood pressure in the pregnancy sure. a lot of women are getting pregnant in, in in older years which is which is fine it just carries a little bit more risk and requires a little more tlc so yeah identifying those problems earlier on is is great and you know even women before pregnancy, because pregnancy is not the only thing that we do. You know, if it's if they are interested in fertility, getting them optimized for that process sure. is 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 better, right? Because mm-hmm. sometimes by the time someone is pregnant, then you can't make any drastic lifestyle changes. You know, in order to avoid things like diabetes and high blood pressure, so you want to intervene before and get them fully ready for that. Because in pregnancy, it sort of reveals chronic conditions that someone might get in their life eventually, you know, it kind of shows through in pregnancy. So a lot of women who get gestational diabetes eventually down the line will get type two diabetes in their life, you know, so it just sort of uncovers it in pregnancy. So, so yeah, there, there are certainly increasing amounts of chronic illness in, in women. And I just think that, you know, particularly in places like Florida, well, the United States really where, where, you know, women's health is sort of under attack and, And there's a sort of like systematic disenfranchisement of women. We have to make sure that if there's a problem, we find out about it as soon as possible and get them into the care that they need, whether that's, you know, continuing a pregnancy or not.
0: Right. So that kind of is a good segue into what we do as far as preventative medicine and that we try to let our um, patients know and, and the community know that establishing themselves with Heart of Florida Health Center you don't need to be sick to do that. We want you to do that before and, and have a medical home and a, a established provider, so that if you, if and when you do become pregnant, you can start. You've already started that process, and and your health is already documented and maybe um, being taken care of before you go into our ma- maternity department.
1: Yeah, and to be honest, I I get a little suspicious when I have a perfectly healthy patient <laughs> that I, I I genuinely do because I've worked yeah. in. Community health centers in, in Detroit before that. And so it's just normal for me to have a patient with like five or six medical problems. That's my comfort zone, right. you know? And then when somebody comes in and they're a perfectly normal weight and have a perfectly a normal, healthy pregnancy, I'm just sort of like, I just haven't found it yet. Yes. You know? And so so I mean, it's great. I wish that would happen more often, but it doesn't. But but you're right, you know, like you don't have to be sick to go to the doctor, especially right. especially primary care doctors we are sure. there preventatively like yeah. like you're supposed to get it before the problem starts like botox
0: and then the nice thing is is that after they've been with you they can go to our pizza department and establish you know the babies as um with our pediatrics as well i
1: thought you said pizza department i was like <laughs> i need to find out yeah you're right you know that's what i love about large community health centers sort of like a one-stop shop sure you know so patients can get their eye care and their dentistry and their peds and their family and their and you know OBGYN and care all in the same place and i i mean that's a great model absolutely you know? yeah.
0: absolutely well before we close is there anything else you'd like to share that we haven't touched on
1: um i would say that you know there was a huge need for women's services in ocala i didn't realize and i'm still not realizing the full scope of it until sure. i got here and i'm kind of in it and and you know, by driving around, being stuck in traffic, that Ocala population is exploding, yes, you know, so yeah. and there's a lot of uh, of uh, women, like a lot of immigrants and which is great, you know, but they need to be connected with care because there's so many missed opportunities for that. So I would say that, you know, we are almost at capacity, but we're always taking on new patients. So anybody Absolutely. who wants to come and say hi, and <laughs> you know, they can do that.
0: that's wonderful, because that's exactly where I'm going to go. But thank you for your time. I appreciate it. And if you don't have a provider, or if you're pregnant and you need um, to have maternity services, please call our main number, 352-732-6599, or go to our website, www.myhfhc.org. Thank you again, Dr. Sharma.
1: Thank you.